Hello once again if you've listened before and welcome if you're joining me for the first time. I'm Pam Christian, the host of this weekly podcast known as Faith to Live By, where each week I seek to help us understand current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective so we know how God wants us as his children to respond. My whole purpose is to help us discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. And before I get into today's message, I want to share the exciting news that in just a couple weeks, I'll post my 100th podcast episode. To celebrate, I'm giving away some of my books, print books for the winners in the continental United States and ebooks for others. My book series has been so gratifying in terms of reviews, endorsements, and the many awards I've received. My books are endorsed by Josh McDowell, Dr. Charles H. Kraft, Dr. Richard Land, Dr. James W. Gall, Dr. Heidi Baker, Mike Bickle, Steve Schultz, and Bill Johnson, just to name a few. The book series is also called Faith to Live By, with five books and one study guide so far. You can learn about each of the books from my website using the link I'll have for you in the show notes. So if you want a chance to win one of my books, listen to the end to learn how. It's necessary I record my podcast a few days before they're first posted. For today's episode, it means I must record the podcast before May 14th. I mentioned that because last week I interviewed Bo Polney, a time analyst, who was very excited about the prospect of a major event to occur on May 14th, 2022. Obviously, I'm unable to address that date given the podcast recording schedule. And like most people, I'm leery of prophesying specific dates. And even Bo expressed he was not certain, but that his calculations seemed to point to a major event on May 14th. Perhaps we'll learn of something that occurred that we can discuss next week. Two things I know for certain. Number one, God is never late. And number two, God never intervenes until the last possible minute, which is exceedingly difficult for us to endure. I've shared a few times in the past that in the fall of 2019, when I was seeking God to know what to expect for 2020, I clearly heard God state that he would be exposing all manner of evil and corruption. So when 2020 began, I expected to see just that. And sure enough, we began learning many things in 2020 and through 2021. When seeking the Lord about this year, 2022, I heard him express this was the year of his intervention, and we would see him administer his justice. So I see God unfolding a three-year plan, 2020 as the year for God to cause us to open our eyes and begin to see the evil, the year 2021, the year to convince us of the extent of evil, and this year, 2022, the year of earnestly wanting to see God's justice. And again, it seems God is running late to act in all that's been going on in the world, but we know his timing is perfect. With today's program, I want us to intentionally consider the world's situations and circumstances with God. God invites us to consider all matters with him. He says in Isaiah 118, Come now, let us reason together. This is utterly amazing that God, who is all wisdom, invites us to sit with him, to ponder issues with him. He's a loving father who wants us, his children, to search for wisdom and to trust him to help us. Reasoning and thinking with clear logic has been missing in our world, and that too, I firmly believe, has been part of the work of the cabal to gain world control. It used to be required for all public school students to take courses in logic and reason, but this has not been the case for decades upon decades. Instead of being taught how to think, our public school students have been told what to think. This creates a complacent populace, unable to think for themselves, making the public easier to control. So today, I want to consider a few of our present-day realities, seeking the Lord and His wisdom to gain a proper understanding 
and to position ourselves to receive God's miraculous intervention. Some will need to learn how to apply reasoning and logic. Others will need to listen with an open mind rather than pursuing the same thought line you've had. It takes courage to reconsider what you believe, because there's a chance what you thought is wrong, and no one actually likes to admit they're wrong. But worse would be not to be willing to reconsider and to continue to live with the wrong understanding. I realize the facts can be really annoying once you've made your mind up, but I know you don't want to live your life based on lies, so hear me out and know I want to hear back from you. If there's anything you want to give more thought to, or you don't agree with me about, feel free to write me and we'll tackle that in a future podcast. Today, we'll explore the evil efforts of those who are knowingly or unknowingly working to accomplish Satan's plans for a one-world order. We'll also explore evidence of government's efforts to eliminate the sovereignty of nations. And we'll explore evidence of God's supreme intervention on behalf of his people. It's imperative we know the truth. As Jesus said, the truth shall set us free. These past few years, like never before, perhaps in the whole history of the world, has the enemy of God, also our enemy, been so successful in his efforts to lie, cheat, kill, rob, and destroy. Today, I want to present truths that more and more people are waking up to, and I ask you to share this podcast with friends and family who need to better understand what we're actually dealing with on a global level. Share this with those who need not only to know the truth, but to experience all the hope and answers to prayer the truth, namely Jesus, provides. It's been exceptionally difficult for God's children worldwide to suffer all we have and to learn our suffering has been planned and caused by people we expected to protect us. Our governments, our banking systems, our news media, health organizations, some major corporations, and our public and private education systems are at the top of the list of those who have clearly been complicit with evil. Just this week, the Biden administration announced intent to transfer America's sovereignty from citizens of the United States over to the World Health Organization, who would have the backing of military force from the United Nations to enforce whatever the WHO Director General Tedros claims is a health emergency. Dr. Peter Bregan, who has long been called the conscience of psychiatry for his many decades of successful efforts in the field of psychopharmacology, offers an excellent overview of the serious dangers of this prospect with his May 7th article. I urge you to read it, so I have a link for you in the show notes. The most recent announced plan by the Biden administration to turn over our health governance to the WHO is perhaps the most obvious effort to eliminate the sovereignty of America and commit us to a one-world government. Next, about the Russia-Ukraine crisis, let's step back a bit to get a big picture. During the time of the 2020 presidential elections, the cabal created the entire narrative about Trump being in cahoots with Russia. The Steele dossier and all that surrounded the narrative was virtually all we heard. Russia, Russia, Russia. Now it's being revealed that the entire claim about Trump and Russia was fabricated. Why would people want to do this? Well, we know they wanted to fully discredit Trump. That's a given. But what else might there be? What if they knew Putin had the potential of exposing them for their evil deeds? Deeds that include money laundering, drug cartels, human trafficking, fully functioning labs creating bioweapons, and more. To discredit Putin and cement in the minds of the world that Russia is evil would help them with any counterclaims they may need to make if Putin exposes them. Establishing Putin as evil would help them in the court of public opinion. 
As we've been learning, and as my former guest Dave Scarlett stated, Putin may not be as honorable as a Boy Scout, but he is shrewd, and he is believed to have a great deal of incriminating evidence on those who are high up in the evil cabal. As Durham's investigation continues to reveal the collaboration of the false Russia collusion claim about Trump, the court of public opinion is not convinced Putin is evil. This explains the more frantic and panicked nature of the evil cabal in response today. Their plans to gain control of the world under the one-world government, where the people of the world would be subject to them and continue to make them wealthy, are coming unraveled. They don't understand why. Even with the media complicit with their plans and refuting any claim that is contrary to their controlled narrative, the truth is being revealed. Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, has published and made public many specifics revealing their plans for a one-world government. From Schwab, we know the Great Reset is a plot hatched by a technocratic global elite to establish a socialist, communist, new world order. The Great Reset will abolish the property rights of the majority, as well as individual and national sovereignty, and wipe out the last vestiges of personal freedom. It uses COVID-19 and climate change as pretexts to enslave what will remain of humanity using never-ending lockdowns, experimental vaccines, and pervasive and inescapable surveillance. All of this is consistent with Bill Gates' plan to depopulate the world and fulfill the agenda made public and known from the Georgia Guidestones. And here is some very interesting history we need to know about. Schwab and company met at a meeting in Davos in 2014. There, Schwab stated, and I quote, We need to reset the global operating system to achieve the sustainable development goals of the United Nations. End quote. Did you catch that? The goals of the United Nations. Next, the WEF organized two events that eerily anticipated COVID-19, which became the primary inspiration for the Great Reset Project. In 2019, the WEF teamed up with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and... Johns Hopkins University to conduct a cladex simulation and stage a pandemic exercise called Event 201, which simulated the international response to the outbreak of a novel coronavirus two months before COVID outbreak became international news and five months before the WHO declared it a pandemic. Then, in 2020, Klaus Schwab and Thierry Mallory published a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. Additionally, the WEF and the United Nations signed an agreement to advance the UN's 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, and the WEF published the United Nations World Economic Forum Strategic Partnership Framework for the 2030 Agenda. This partnership, in part, seeks to change the global financial system. Then, in June 2020, the WEF held its Great Reset Summit, announcing their Great Reset's official launch. To learn more and to be really clear on all of this, I encourage you, read the article by Michael D. Rechtenwald. It's titled, What is the Great Reset? The link is in the show notes. Now consider what one digital soldier by the handle BioClandestine posted. Quote, Russia and China are directly accusing the last three United States Democratic presidents and George Soros of conducting a multiple-decade-long plan to create a biological weapons network internationally 
to create pathogens so they could unleash them on the public to gain world control, using their control of the media and use of the billions from forced vaccination to supply their campaigns and maintain control of information so their citizenry don't find out what's actually going on. Think about 2,000 mules and how the pathogens made the way for the scheme and how all of this helps the DNC maintain control. He continues, We are in the middle of World War III, and all of Western media is complete blackout, not a single shred of reporting it. Anywhere, in a real world, the allegations themselves would be taken seriously, and the world populace should know about it. Even if they aren't true, we would still need to know that two world nuclear superpowers are accusing the United States of creating bioweapons and might want to retaliate for slaughtering their citizens for political gain. Russian and Chinese have evidence suggesting the U.S. Democratic Party are responsible for creating and releasing this weapon, end quote. In his next post, he shows a diagram, and he writes this, quote, Let me put this diagram in a paragraph format exactly as the Russian military are portraying it. The first point, United States Coordination of Biological Laboratories and Research in Ukraine. The second point, ideologues, the following entities were facilitating the operation, so these are subcategories under the ideologues, and they include the Democratic National Party, the 2005 Biological Threat Reduction Program launched by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton spearheaded the adoption of the U.S. strategy to counter biological threats and promoted legalization of dual-use research. The next subpoint. Joe Biden coordinated the activity of the executors of the military biological program involved in financial fraud in the Ukraine. And the last subpoint, George Soros is a major sponsor of military biological research in Ukraine and lobbyist for Big Pharma. End quote. Personally, I have no doubt the efforts to demand masks and social distancing demanding lockdowns to control people and put middle-class business owners out of business, requiring people to take the so-called vaccine, creating the highest inflation ever, radically reducing oil production, crippling gasoline prices, food supply chain shortages, the federal fight to legalize abortion in all 50 states, and more, are all part of the effort of the evil cabal to reduce the population to a more manageable size, consistent with the Georgia Guidestones, is all part of the evil generated by Satan using people who are willing to perpetuate such heinous crimes against humanity in exchange for the power and wealth Satan thinks he can deliver. You can learn more about the Georgia Guidestones from my earlier podcasts. Links are in the show notes. What the self-appointed elite have not been counting on is God. They don't believe in God, or they are disillusioned enough to believe that they are superior to outwit, outsmart, and outmaneuver God which is very interesting because at the same time, they want to crush the Christian church. They know that we are the only force capable of preventing them from fulfilling their agenda. It is God who has been shining the light of truth on the evil plans of the enemy, who has a great number of people from every mountain of society under his control. As a reminder, the mountains of society are religion, government, family, business, education, media, and arts slash entertainment. As God is waking his people up to truth, the enemy of God, through media, has been seeking to control the narrative to prevent us from knowing truth. They have put in place the so-called fact-checkers, and more recently the appointment of Nina Jankowicz as Minister of Disinformation, 
to counter all we are voicing as false and nothing more than conspiracy theories. I've talked about this on past podcasts, and what I've noticed is the more God exposes, the more they amp up their efforts to control what we know. The more truth God reveals, the louder and more controlling the self-appointed elite become. At this point, whatever the mainstream media claims to be true, the vast majority of us realize the opposite must be true. God's loving protection of us in all of this effort by the evil cabal is evident. These past years since 2020, we've received more prophetic words and fulfillment of prophecies than we've ever known. Amanda Grace, Johnny Inlow, Julie Green, Kent Christmas, Hank Kuhneman, Kat Kerr, and a whole lot of others had been prolific with prophecies. Knowing of the rapid-fire release of prophecies and then the swift fulfillment of them should really encourage us. Not only is God going to rescue us, he's going to deal with our enemies before our very eyes, not unlike he dealt with Pharaoh before Moses and the Israelites in Exodus. Listen to what God had to say through Julie Green with a word given on 5-7 that aired on 5-13 about President Zelensky. God said, quote, Zelensky, your days are numbered in Ukraine. You will not stay in your position of power. My hand is moving against you, and the world will know for a fact what a snake and a liar you are. You have tried to deceive the whole world, but the truth will expose you and your treason. Treason will be your end. You caused your nation destruction and chaos and worked along with a fraudulent government of the United States of America to destroy that nation as well. And you wanted to cause genocide to the world's population. You thought no one could find out all the things hidden in your nation of Ukraine. But you have been infiltrated, Zelensky. There are people who know everything, and you will pay a high price, and the world will see your judgment take place, saith the Lord of hosts. End quote. Now, from that same word God spoke through Julie Green, listen to what he says to his children. Listen to what God says to you and to me. Quote, For I, the Lord, this day have considered the stars of the heavens and the works of my hands I created for you to enjoy. I have seen the destruction your enemies have caused and what they intended to cause, but nothing they have done has gotten past me, saith the Lord. These are the days of chaos and destruction to hit your adversaries one after another. Their destruction will be great. My children, these are the days to enjoy. I will give back everything, and you will soon see this for yourselves. I am the great I am, and I am here to completely set you free. Kat Kerr has spoken similarly, telling us to eat cake and eat it in faith, expecting God to enact his vengeance on the enemy. God wants us to dance and to celebrate, even as things become more chaotic and destructive. And Donna Rigney also shared a similar perspective during her recent interview by Steve Schultz on Elijah's dreams. She expressed this is the season of rejoicing and shared that she saw in a vision children everywhere around the world dancing in the streets, even while more chaos broke out. Donna explained no matter what the enemy tries to do, God has a plan to reverse it. More than once in the interview, Donna stated we should expect God to conduct a great rescue event of children in human trafficking of the unborn, and for all of God's children. She expressed, it will seem as a sudden event, when in reality God has been at work for a long while on our behalf. She said we will experience a season of rejoicing even greater than that of the Israelites after they passed through the Red Sea and witnessed God wiping out the Egyptians behind them. She said we'll be singing even greater than the song of the Israelites and Miriam after the Exodus. So I decided to look it up that we can start singing right now. 
We read in Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. Then Moses and all the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host he cast into the sea, and his chosen officers were sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them, they went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power, your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty you overthrow your adversaries, you send out your fury, it consumes them like stubble. At the blast of your nostrils the waters piled up, the floods stood up in a heap, the deeps congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, my desire shall have its fill of them, I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them, they sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard, they tremble. Pangs have seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Now are the chiefs of Edom dismayed. Trembling seizes the leaders of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them. Because of the greatness of your arm, they are still as a stone. Till your people, O Lord, pass by. Till the people pass by whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord will reign for ever and ever. For when the horse of Pharaoh and his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and dancing. And Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. I understand if you are a parent of an infant and you can't find formula, this is not a time you feel like rejoicing. You certainly don't feel like singing and dancing. We've been told there was a recall on manufactured infant formula, and it must be a serious shortage for it to be this bad. At the same time, I read an article that pallets of baby formula are being sent to the borders to aid the illegal aliens. There's a link in the show notes. I want to come alongside you and remind you, for every evil deed, God has the solution. And as Donna Rigney said, no matter what the enemy does, God has a plan to reverse it. Now, I found a link that gives the history of manufactured infant formula and explains what people used to use the many years before manufactured formula was popularized. The link provides a possible solution for us to feed our babies. Likewise, if you're one who took the jab and are suffering adverse reactions right now, I ask you to look through the show notes. I always have many more resources in the show notes than I have time to mention in the program. The media are complicit with the promotion of evil. They're not telling us what's really going on. They're hiding from us solutions and things that can help us. Recently, Army veteran Pam Long 
listed alarming numbers from the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, revealing among those who took the so-called vaccine that myocarditis is up 2,800%. Cancers, depending on the type, are up 300 to 900%. Infertility in both genders is up 500%. Miscarriages up 300%. Neurological disorders up 1,000%. Demilineating disorders up 1,000%. Multiple sclerosis up 600%, and Julian Barre syndrome up 500%, HIV up 500%, and pulmonary embolisms up 400%. These are not just statistics. These are people who have been harmed by the tremendous evil that's befallen them. My heart and prayers are most definitely with them. Gratefully, more truth is coming out. Former VP Pfizer is on record stating people who pushed the idea of universal vaccination are guilty of crimes against humanity. Let's press into the Lord, seeking him for the miraculous healing he has promised he will be providing. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko is one of, if not the forerunner, helping people restore their health. He has created a specially formulated supplement called Z-Stack, Z-Stack Life, that includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. I'm proud to now be an affiliate of his. I'm highly selective who I will partner with to protect my ability to maintain your trust. So please use the link in the show notes to visit his page and get the knowledge and the help you need. God has promised to restore us, and as is true for nearly all of God's promises, for us to experience the fulfillment, we have to do our part. Use the link in the show notes to learn more and get 15% off any purchase. More than one prophet has said, God will heal and reverse and restore. Let us pray in faith and believe God for his word. Let us seek the Lord for his glory to fall on us and ask for portals of heaven over our homes to be opened so we can receive answers to our prayers quicker, as Donna Rigney stated. Pray with me now, won't you? Father God, we thank you for your revelation of truth and your promises to deal with evil by bringing great destruction to our enemies. We thank you for your unending love and your many promises through the prophets to lift us up and restore our hope. Lord, I pray for every person listening to this podcast who has been harmed by the enemy to open their hearts to you, to look to you and believe you for the reversal of all they have suffered. Lord, for those who have lost loved ones, I pray you comfort them with the knowledge that their loved ones are with you. Lord, we trust you for your infinite wisdom and perfect timing. And until we see you act on our personal behalf, we ask you to help us stay strong, knowing now is not the time to quit, but to see with the eyes of faith the victory of rescue, restoration, recompense, restitution, revival, and reformation. Amen. Next week, I promise to bring you another podcast that will explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview so we can all know how to experience the victorious joy Christ died to give us. Now, as I promised, in just a couple of weeks, I'll be celebrating my 100th podcast. So, beginning May 25th, 2022, and not a single day sooner, you can enter for a chance to win one of my books by sending me an email. Print or ebooks are available for those in the continental United States, and ebooks only for those outside the States. The date stamps on your email will be verified, so only emails received from May 25th to May 28th, just a three-day window of time, will be eligible. Only one email entry per person allowed. Send your email entry to faith to live by at PamelaChristianMinistries.com with the words Celebrate 100 
written in the subject line. Any deviations from these entry instructions will unfortunately disqualify you from your ability to win. I plan on giving away five print books and ten ebooks. Winners will be randomly selected from all the entries received. Your email address will be included in our database where we maintain the highest privacy safeguards. Our website terms of use and privacy notice are accessible at the bottom of each and every web page. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. And as I've often said, I want to hear from you. My email address is faith to live by at pamelachristianministries.com. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're doing now in response to the equipping you receive through me. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my new dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. If you have benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. In order for me to continue to bring you truth, mainstream media is not bringing, and also from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase any of my own books, products, or services, or products and services from my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a win-win-win. Shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly needed. Donations are certainly accepted, but they're not tax-deductible at this time. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books, personalized and autographed, or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn more about all the products and services available through my ministry work. On the checkout page, you'll find a button where you can click and make a donation. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout to get 20% discount. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content, and I rather like that. I'm also very active on social media, where I post much more about current events than I can discuss with this weekly podcast. You'll find the links to my social media accounts in the show notes. And please, I put a lot of effort into the show notes for you, so be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed there. You'll also find them on my website at faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation of your subscription. Subscribing will also make you a preferred member, where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 